Hello, folks. Welcome to Notoriously Episcopalian, a podcast of sermons from me, Kelly Hudlow, an itinerant Episcopal priest in Alabama. Thanks for listening. This is a sermon for the 21st Sunday after Pentecost, October 30th, 2022, offered at St. Michael's Episcopal Church in Fawnsdale, Alabama. The principal text for the sermon is Luke chapter 19, verses 1 through 10. Jesus meets Zacchaeus in Jericho. May I speak in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, this gospel reading this morning is most likely very familiar to us. And there will be bonus points if you can remember the song that we used to sing about this gospel hymn. Right? You you didn't know you were going to do so much singing this morning. But right? So remember we grew up singing this little song. Zacchaeus was a wee little man. A wee little man was he. He climbed up in a sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. And as the Savior passed that way, he looked up in the tree. And he said, Zacchaeus, you come down, for I'm going to your house today. For I'm going to your house today. Look at that. Church, you can sing. (laughs) We have known this story for so long that it's easy to forget that it comes from actually a really serious part of the Gospel of Luke. In the Gospel of Luke, Jesus spends ten chapters journeying from the Galilee to Jerusalem. And on this journey is where we hear some of the parables and stories that are only in the Gospel of Luke, that are unique to Luke's Gospel, and this includes the story of Zacchaeus. None of the other Gospels talk about this wee little man in a sycamore tree. Now, before Jesus meets Zacchaeus on this journey, he has encountered lawyers and Pharisees and religious leaders and tax collectors and sinners. There is almost always a crowd present and listening to what Jesus is teaching. And along the way, Jesus is criticized by a lot of people for who he chooses to be with. He responds to the questions and the criticisms with these ever-increasing, more complicated parables that all point to the abundant grace of God. In Luke, right, Jesus talks about lost sheep and lost coins and lost sons when we hear the story of the prodigal son. And he heals lepers and he teaches on the power of prayer. And the question that follows him as he journeys from the Galilee to Jerusalem is, who is the kingdom of God for? Who is this grace and this forgiveness that you keep talking about for? Now, when Jesus enters Jericho, he is on his last stop before getting to Jerusalem. Right. And so as he comes into the city of Jericho, there is this noisy crowd all around him that catches the attention of a blind beggar just at the city gates. And the beggar, even though he cannot see Jesus, he knows Jesus is in this crowd and he recognizes Jesus in a way that the crowds have yet to do because he cries out, Son of David, have mercy on me. The beggar knows that he is in the presence of the king, the one that can heal him. And Jesus does. He heals the man and he leaves. The blind man leaves there praising God. 
for regaining his sight. Now, as Jesus makes it farther into the city of Jericho, right, Zacchaeus is the chief tax collector there. And Zacchaeus is desperate to see Jesus. Zacchaeus has wealth and he has authority, but as our song reminds us, Zacchaeus is short and can't see Jesus who's in the middle of this crowd that's traveling with him. Not only is Zacchaeus sort of excluded from what's going on because he's short, he's also on the outside of this community because of the job that he has. He is not just a tax collector. He is the chief tax collector. He is seen by the people of Jericho as taking advantage of them by working for the Romans, and they just assume that he is a cheat and a sinner, someone that they should not be around. So that leaves the very powerful Zacchaeus left to scramble up a tree to get above the crowd, above the community that is excluding him in hopes that he might see this Jesus that he has heard about. Now Luke doesn't tell us why Zacchaeus is so desperate to see Jesus. Maybe Zacchaeus has heard, right, that Jesus back in the Galilee had actually sat down and had dinner with Levi, the tax collector there. Maybe he's heard the words that Jesus said, right? People have told him that this Jesus is talking about that he doesn't come to heal those that are already well, right? He's not here to heal the physicians. Instead, he has come to call and save sinners, Or maybe someone told him about this Jesus saying that a story about a tax collector praying in a temple next to a Pharisee. And it was the tax collector whose simple prayers left him forgiven and unjustified in front of God. Whatever Zacchaeus has heard before this moment compels him to sacrifice all dignity and privilege and authority and to scurry up a sycamore tree. But Jesus actually sees Zacchaeus first, right? The tree doesn't even help Zacchaeus. It's Jesus that sees him. And this is probably a strange sight, hard to miss, right? A tax collector perched in a tree in the middle of Jericho would certainly catch your attention. But what Jesus does next changes changes Zacchaeus' life. Right there in front of the crowd, in front of everyone, Jesus tells Zacchaeus, we just sang the words, come down because I, Jesus, must stay at your house today. Not tomorrow, not next week. Today, I must stay at your house. And now Zacchaeus, in this moment, of course, responds with joy and excitement and scurries back down the tree. But the crowd, on the other hand, complains about who Jesus has decided to stay with in Jericho, right? The crowd seems to be forgetting what Jesus has done and taught all the way from the Galilee to this moment. But Zacchaeus is not discouraged by the complaints. He makes a passionate declaration. Now, scholars disagree about what Zacchaeus actually says here. It's a bit of a grammar problem in the translation. Typically, we hear it the way we did this morning, which is Zacchaeus experiences Jesus, and then he says, I will give to the poor. I will pay back anything that I have taken fraudulently. 
And we were comfortable with that. That makes sense, right? Zacchaeus encounters Jesus and that encounter of Christ makes him repent and decide that he's going to change his ways. But other scholars point at this text and they actually say the words here that are used are more complicated. They're not actually talking about what what Zacchaeus is planning to do. They're talking about what Zacchaeus is already doing. So that when Jesus sees Zacchaeus and calls him out of the tree and says he's going to his house and the crowd complains, what Zacchaeus is actually doing is saying, what everybody assumes about me is wrong. Yes, I'm the chief tax collector, but I give to the poor. And if I figure out that I've done something wrong, I make restitution. And so in this moment, this encounter with Jesus, Zacchaeus suddenly feels what it is to be seen for who he truly is. And now he wants the crowd to know too. Either way, whichever group of scholars you pick that interprets what Zacchaeus' response is, Jesus' response is the same, right? Whether Zacchaeus is the repentant tax collector or the man finally seen for who he is, Jesus says that today, today, salvation has come to his house because he too is a son of Abraham. Jesus brings Zacchaeus from literally being on the outside of the community, from the outside of the crowd, to being fully included into the heart of God as the son of Abraham. Zacchaeus is a sinner, right? He is a tax collector, but he is also a son of Abraham. And today, Jesus says, the kingdom of God is for him too. Now, Jesus' words here are urgent, right? They're being said on the outskirts of Jerusalem. Like what comes next is the triumphal entry and the arrest and the trial and the crucifixion. So Jesus knows that time is of the essence. Luke uses the word today 11 times, two of which are in this short story, right? And so what is happening here is really important. The other times Luke uses it is when Jesus is born. The angels say, today the Messiah has been born for you. When Jesus teaches in the synagogue at Nazareth and unrolls and reads the scroll of Isaiah, when he's done, he says, today this prophecy has been fulfilled in your presence. From the cross, Jesus is going to tell the prisoner, the thief next to him, that today you will be with me in paradise. What Jesus is saying is that the kingdom of God is today. And to Zacchaeus, he now adds that today salvation has come. This familiar story that we could all sing the song for, right? This gentle story that we were taught in Sunday school serves as an important reminder that God is doing great things today. Jesus is seeking and saving the lost today. All it takes is the desire to see Jesus. All it takes to change your whole life is the willingness to try something different so that you can see Jesus. Today is the day to seek and serve Christ in our neighbors, familiar or unknown. Today is the day to give up thinking that we know better than God. Today is the day to recognize that the kingdom of God is for everyone. Today, we may see an outsider, a failure, a sinner, but Jesus sees a beloved child of God. This is the day to give up our complaints 
about who God chooses to call and to save, and instead to join with Zacchaeus in joyful celebration that salvation indeed has come to us today. Amen.